A wretched week for town, an FA Cup misery for Telford, and a podcast stalwart leaves the star. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the Shropshire Football Podcast. I'm Todd Nash, I'm here with Shrewsbury Town reporter James Garrison and AFC Telford reporter Matt Viney. We'll jump straight in with Shrewsbury and James, it's, it's not been a great week, has it? No, they've had better, Todd, that's for sure. No points on the board, six goals conceded. Two contrasting performances, though, it has to be said. They went down to Portsmouth. Last week, by the way, before we move on, you were spot on with the toilets. Absolutely dreadful. I did warn you. You did. You were correct. Um, yeah, should be played really well first half. We're very unlucky not to go in a goal up. Paul Parry missed a golden chance to put them 1-0 up. But as so often this season, defensive mistakes and missed chances have come back to haunt Shrewsbury. Michael Hector dropped a bit of a clangor for the first goal, failing to clear a long through ball. And uh, Isol McLeod went on and, and made no mistake. And from then on, Shrewsbury conceded again shortly after. Marvin Morgan got them back in the game, reduced it to 2-1, but 20 seconds later got, got himself sent off. Um, and then even with 10 men, Shrewsbury gave it a really good go. They could well have got something out of the game before conceding a, another goal deep in injury time. Yeah, and it didn't get any better on Tuesday night either, did it? Was that minus Marvin Morgan uh, after the red card, of course? And how big a miss was he? Yeah, his big miss is not only is he the top scorer, five goals already this season, but he's just stretched defences. He keeps opposition defences honest. His pace, he's got a little bit of an ungainly style, which makes him an awkward player to to play against. He just had the red miss descend, didn't he, on, on Saturday? He just scored the goal to reduce the deficit to make it 2-1. Town were back in it, really up for it. Within two seconds of the restart, Marvin's putting a good tackle, to be fair. Referees ruled it as a foul, and then Marvin probably raised 20 yards to vent his frustration. He probably went a bit too far. The referee got a yellow card out to start with, then decided that wasn't enough and got a red card out, and suddenly Marvin's left with a two-game ban and Shrewsbury left with a, a bit of a shortage of strikers. Yeah, a minute of madness there for, for Morgan, and... Uh... As we said, 3-1 to, to Yeovil at Greenhouse Meadow on Tuesday night. And Graham Turner wasn't impressed at all with the performance, was he? No, if there were some positives to take from the defeat at Portsmouth in the way his side had played, there was very few, if any, on Tuesday night. Quite frankly, Shrewsbury were awful. Graham Turner described it as the worst performance of his two-year tenure and very difficult to, to disagree with that assessment. They never really got going. Yeovil, who arrived mid-table, so I guess these are the kind of games that Shrewsbury are going to establish themselves and push on towards mid-table. These are the type of games they're going to have to be looking to win and quite frankly they never looked like doing it. They conceded a, a poor first goal early, early on, fell behind inside 10 minutes. Two of the poor goals just after half-time, all three were preventable. And even though Matt Richards got a penalty back near the end, it was all too little too late. They gave it a bit of a go late on but never really threatened anything on the night. No, and uh, Graham Turner responded by uh, yesterday signing Jeremy Halan on loan from Man City. Tell us a bit more about him. Yeah, he signed as a young French winger who's come in from, as you say, the Premier League champions. He had a brief loan spell with uh, Carlisle last season and also made his Manchester City debut this season in the Capital One Cup against Aston Villa. Brings a bit of pace to the side, so I'm led to believe, obviously I've not seen him play myself, but I'm led to believe he brings a bit of pace and trickery. He can play the left-back or left-wing. I think he's been brought in with the intention of playing as a winger, so obviously an area that Graham Turner felt he needed to to bolster. They've obviously got Paul Parry, who's done very well. John Taylor's done well in patches as well. and It's not really happened for Mike Wright this season at all. He's drifted out of first-team contention and onto the bench. So, yeah, it was probably a sign that needs to be made. And from what we're hearing, there is a possibility that there may be another couple before, before tomorrow as well, or if not early next week. So, yeah, Graham Turner's obviously felt the need to freshen things up and hopefully it has the desired effect against Colchester tomorrow. 
Yeah, and whilst you won't be at that game in a uh, in a working capacity at least, um, it is a bit of a must-win at this stage, isn't it? Yeah, uh, probably too early to say it's a must-win. There's still 30-odd games to go, so I guess it's not going to decide anything on Saturday. But yeah, I, I suspect Shrewsbury probably looked at this week and thought, Yeovil and Colchester at home, realistically we've got to be looking for at least four points in an ideal world six. Of course, that went out the window with Yeovil, the defeat to Yeovil on, on Tuesday and it, it has piled a lot of pressure on tomorrow's game. They've got three away games next week at Hereford, Bournemouth and Leighton Orient. So that's going to be a, a real testing week, not only in terms of travel, but also in terms of the opponents. So, yeah, it's a big game for Shrews, but they don't want to get themselves entrenched in this bottom four. Their home record is a bit iffy. They've lost four, well, very iffy at the moment. They've lost four of the last six, having gone 34 and beaten. But it won't be easy. Colchester arrived with five wins from the last six games and they've won the last three league games under new manager Joe Dunn so yeah it's a real tough challenge but it's going to be every week for Shrewsbury in this league I'm afraid Thanks James we'll move on to uh, AFC Telford now and uh, as if they didn't already know the Nuneaton players well enough before this week they've uh, played them twice haven't they with uh, a bit of FA Cup double header and FA Cup misery in the end yeah, absolutely. Yes, they uh, they played them on Saturday. Uh, obviously, the intention of going through with the first time of asking ended up with a two-two draw. Um, in what was quite a lacklustre performance by Telford. Um, there were some some highlights. I think the uh, Steve Jones equaliser after they'd fallen behind after ninety seconds was uh, probably worth the admission fee on its own. It was a, a fantastic twenty-yard free kick. Um, Fairly scrappy game from there on. Telford didn't really take advantage of the fact that they you know, that they were at home. They they didn't really press on that advantage. And then Danny Sleeth scored uh, a fairly fortunate um, late goal. Seven minutes to go. It was a cross from the left. Did certainly didn't look like a shot, but somehow it, it's found the top corner. And then Ryan Valentine uh, popped up in the fourth minute of stoppage time with uh, just a, a really bizarre equaliser. It was thirty five yard nothing ball into the box. Everybody left it. Keeper left it. Through, he went through his legs and uh, Telford lived to fight another day. They did lose uh, Jordan Rose in the last in the last couple of minutes. He was sent off for kicking the ball away. Um, he'd already been booked, got a second yellow card, and it was a it's another another daft booking, another one that was avoidable. Um, all set up for a replay on the Tuesday night, and uh, to be fair, Andy Sinton was was fairly honest in his appraisal afterwards. They they lost one nil, and it was a it was a fair result. They didn't they didn't turn up. Um, none of them had most of the possession. Most of the chances, if not the better chances, uh, it looked like it was going to go to penalties. And then in the, the last minute, Dan Preston, who'd had a really good game, to be fair, um, having come back into the side for his first start after a, a four-game suspension, um, he uh, tangled with uh, with Wes York. Uh, second half substitute, uh, James Armson slot, uh, slots the ball away. And uh, they're out of the cup for another year. Uh, they they would have had a game against Luton, and Andy Sinton was was very keen to go back to Kenilworth Road as it's the uh, the scene of probably their best victory of the season. Um, but they're uh, they're now going to have to concentrate on the league uh, until the FA Trophy rolls around. Yeah, so the FA Cup dreams over for another season for Sinton's men then. And uh, as you said, they didn't really escape all that unscathed, did they? What's the injury sort of latest ahead of the Alfreton trip this week? They've got a, a few out now. They were they were just starting to turn the corner. And uh, the injuries are starting to pile up again. Uh, Nathan Rooney, um, he uh, he's got what was believed to be a bruised uh, bruised metatarsal um, from the first leg. Uh, he did, didn't play in the in the replay. Uh, had an X-ray. It isn't broken, but there's quite a lot of, of bruising and swelling. He's not going to be involved on Saturday. Um, aside from that, they've uh, they've got Will Salmon, their uh, their first choice right back. Uh, he rolled his ankle. Same game. 
um, he was substituted in the in the home game. Didn't play on Tuesday and still not expected to be uh, in in any uh, position to to play on Saturday. Um, Darren Byfield, uh, he spent a week at Lillyshaw. Uh, trying to uh, get himself back up to speed. He's got a hamstring injury and apparently he's making good progress but again, Saturday is going to be too soon for him. Um, so that's three three players that will definitely be out. And you, you can add to that Briscoe, who, uh, Michael Briscoe, who needs an operation on a, a back problem. Jay Smith, who's got a torn abductor. Um, Chris Blackburn, uh, who has been sidelined for, for several weeks with a back injury and apparently he's not really making too much progress. Um, with that in mind, uh, Simpson has been making inquiries this week, trying to bring in a few players on loan. So far, uh, hasn't been able to do so. So they've got nearly as many men on the sidelines then as they uh, can field on that 18-man bench, Matt. Indeed, um, indeed. This is uh, going to run and run, isn't it? It's going to run and you run. You don't forget can't. a joke like that, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, I'm here all week. So. Thanks, Matt. Uh, and we'll move on to non-league. And, uh, James, we've got some Friday night football. We have, yeah, a bit of a rarity. Um, big West Midlands League Division 1 derby in Shrewsbury between Hormond and Hamwood. Hormond, I think, came up with the idea of trying to move the game on uh, to, to the Friday night, just try and get a few more people watching. It's a big game for, for both clubs. They're both going well in the top six, so why not? Yeah, I'm sure it would be an entertaining fair. So if you're at a loose end tonight, get yourself down to the Shrewsbury Sports Village and watch a, a good West Midlands League Division 1 derby game. Elsewhere in non-league, Market Drayton had a fantastic win this week. They went to Chase Town on... On Tuesday night, and came away with a one-nil win thanks to a stunning goal from from Sean Humphries, and they're up to uh, to six in the league now. Evo Stick League Division One South. We, we all think they're punching above their weight in there, and now they're on the brink of the playoffs. It's an absolutely fantastic achievement from Jimmy Mullen and, and Andy Cook there. So, yeah, they're at home to Gresley tomorrow. So another another game worth watching in the local vicinity. Yeah, and before we sign off from the podcast, this is of course your final appearance as you're off to pastures new. And uh, I think it's been ten years on the sports desk, has it? What's been your, you know, top memories? Well, doing the podcast every week, of course, Todd. <laughs> it's been it's been unbelievable. No, no, it's been a it's been a great ten years. I've I've enjoyed every minute of it. Um, covered Telford for two years, which was which was excellent, grounding really, and and I learned a lot in those two years. Obviously, working with Jake King first, who's obviously well known around Shropshire, and then working with with Jones as manager, and obviously that ended in. In tears, but it's great to see Telford come back, rising from the ashes to to get back up to Blue Square Premier, and and then eight years at Shrewsbury, which has been uh, interesting at times. Yeah, they've um, sort of bobbed around a little bit in League Two for a while, but obviously the promotion last season was absolutely fantastic, perfectly timed for the club. Graham Turner to come back and done a, a terrific job. The, the the highlights for me personally, two trips to Wembley, have both ended in defeats, but they were both spectacular days for. For Shrewsbury to see them there at the national stadium was was, was a real treat, and obviously last year going to going to Arsenal and watching Shrewsbury take the lead at the Emirates that was that was a, a, a sweet moment. Thanks, James. We'll be taking a break from the Shropshire Football Podcast now. So thanks to all the listeners over the years, and uh, keep checking the Shropshire Star newspaper and website for all your local football news. <laughs>